it really it wouldn't take much of a costume change for you uh, to no. stand next to Derek and just let you know just go to the park and like walk and say you know like a Catholic school like a, let Derek kind of creep around behind yeah. you. Yeah, cops. no, that's like, our kink. Yeah. <laughs> We go to parks all the time, and I pretend that, you know, my mom left or whatever, and he's this mom. awesome stranger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to help me get home, I guys. I think I, can, I found her. She's yeah. right over back here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they say. I just know how to repeat the, like, public service Are you my new daddy? We use that one a lot, too. No, um, that's actually funny because there's this story that my mom likes to tell, which is that uh, when I was probably about four or five years old, um, we lived with my grandmother at the time. And there was a park that was maybe four or five blocks, you know, one, you know, two to the left and, and three south or whatever um, away. And my mom was uh like exercising she was walking around the park and i was at this um the you know the playground or whatever with somebody she had kind of left me with to watch me and so um she's walking around the park and she comes you know uh she makes a round and i'm still there and she's like cool she goes around again and i'm there cool she goes around the one more time and i'm not there anymore and she's like where the fuck is my child you know like she's asking this lady who she you know tasked to watch me and she didn't know where i went so basically, I'm like four years old, though. I think I'm probably four or five years old. I don't actually remember this. This isn't a memory of mine. But I I walked all the way home. So she finally was like, I have to go home and tell my mom that I lost my kid. And she's going to be fucking pissed at me. So she walks through the door. And there I am because I've walked all the way home on my own. But wow. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? So there's the story of me getting lost. My mom basically trusts strangers with me. <laughs> Why would she do that? I would have flat out had a stroke. <laughs> Imagine? Like, like one time, one time, uh, the apartments we actually lived in Tumwater when we first moved to the area. And uh, I was uh, in my apartment and the kitchen was kind of back around the corner. My son was like three, four years old. So I'm washing dishes and every couple of minutes I'd kind of stick my head out there. He's watching his show, Sesame Street, Sleep Alone. I go back there and then I stick my head back around the corner and I see my front door just standing wide open. There's nobody in my living room and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, <laughs> everything, it's like a movie. It's going slow motion. My heart is pounding. It's in my yeah. ears. And I'm like, and as I'm getting to the door, my neighbor, Gina, the girl that lived next door to me, saw my son out walking through the parking lot, went out and got him. <gasps> Brought him back. As I'm like running out the door, she's bringing him back, walking him back. Oh, yeah. Walking outside. I was like, Ugh. Oh, my God. I'm just, I'm such a ball of like paranoid, just uh-huh. anxiety and stuff anyway. And then that's the, <laughs> for me, the worst part about having kids is just, just 50 imagine. million things to freak out about. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you, I just spent my whole life telling that, you know, I got therapists like, Brian, people aren't really staring at you. When you're at the store and you think everyone's staring at you, they're actually not. Chris, I need to be a therapist. Right. Now, now you have like a screaming three-year-old in your in your arms, yeah. like throwing a tantrum. Yes, everyone's Everyone's staring. fucking staring at you. Everyone's judging you. Everyone thinks you're a terrible person. Like all those things are true. The negative Yeah, just forget like, it. Yeah. You know? I've like oh, ran hilarious. out of grocery stores with like all my groceries in the cart. Just just grab my kid and just ran. Oh, just, man. just fuck this. I'm yeah. Oh, yeah, see, because I mean, I, I kind of have that a little bit. I think even there was a, something recently that happened. I was in, I was, I was home. I think I was waiting for Derek to get home. I don't remember. Your story. You were gone for a while. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was going to a guy's night, you know, after work. I and have so, these guys' nights where we all get lubed up in KY jelly. <laughs> myself, so. oh. It's pretty fun. No, they go play board games or whatever at his friend's house. But, Do um... They? I, I don't know. Maybe they're butt it's fucking each other. Up, I don't know. <laughs> you know. Anyway, Derek usually calls me when he gets off of work. And so he hadn't this time. And I figured, you know, he was fine. But of course, then my mind just starts to go nuts. And at this point, he, he's dead in a ditch somewhere, you know. And I've gotten to this point already where I'm just like, con- I'm convinced <laughs> that he's dead, you know. And so I can't imagine. To be like, fair, she had tried calling me and my phone I did. doesn't make any notification when <laughs> I get called. So You should probably turn that on. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll like it in I check my phone every couple minutes, no matter what, just to like uh-huh. see and make sure no one's text me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more of like the, the instead of knowing that your phone isn't going off, right? Yeah. 
you don't know whether it's I not going on. I can sit in the off. fantasy yeah. of like, oh, all my friends reached out to see how I'm feeling, you know, like <laughs> until I check my phone constantly and, mm. and notice yeah. that. Yeah, like, oh, no one texts me. Yeah. So the know. the deafening of it not going off yes. <laughs> is the, the cause quiet of anxiety. of my phone. Yeah. Knowing that it would notify me and that, no, it's just that nobody's text me. I'm needy. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying to say is I, I need constant I, validation and I don't know. Isn't everyone approval. needy? What would you think, Avery? Are you needy? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you need constant reassurance <laughs> and, no, and attention? <laughs> if, it, if I'm making a life decision or any type of decision, I'm like, hey, can you give me your opinion? But I've already made that decision on my own. I just want, I want to know what you say. I want to know what you think about it. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, fuck, should I? And I'm like, mm, I already made my decision. I'm fine. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. I guess I'm needy to a degree. I'm yeah. not like constantly like, tell me how you think about me, you know, yeah. like, or I'm not like that. Um, yeah. What's it called? But, you know, every once in a while, good job, you know? Like, I'm at work. When I'm at work, oh, that's when I do. <laughs> and, you know, like, when I'm doing a good job, when I'm doing something horrible, is there anything else I can do for you? Can I do something else? And, you know, I don't know. You sound like your sister. <laughs> I need to, I need someone to say, good job. <laughs> or, like, you're doing something good. Yeah, a little affirmation. Bad. Yeah. Affirmation is one of my love languages. Affirmation. Yeah. Words but, of affirmation. Yeah. Words of affirmation. How about you, BJ? I, th- I think I'm very, very needy. Right, <laughs> up until the second, right up until the second that I'm not. I'm like, I'm like the little kid, like the, the eight, nine-year-old little boy who like, like, mom, look at me, look at me, look at me. And then he just runs off with his friend. Like, he totally stopped giving a shit about you. This yeah. Second. I just, I feel like yeah. I'm emotionally <laughs> undeveloped in that way. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I'll like, you know, I'll be talking to my wife. I'm like, listen, I was like talking about this thing. And it's like a really big deal to me. And how could you just not say something like, you know, to kind of validate. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like a little emotional support here. Yeah. And then later she's talking and I'm like, She's talking right now, yeah. and I don't know what she's fucking saying because I quit paying attention a long time ago. I just know she started talking. I was like, "Does this concern me or anything I want to do?" No. Is yeah. this about some girl I might want to have sex with? No. Yeah. I'm out. You're talking about what you're gonna grow in the garden this year. Yeah. That's bad. BJ is busy building a galactic empire. I know, right? Like I got important video game stuff to do. So, and then that's another big bone of contention because. She's gotten really into this, like, one of these phone mobile type games. Yeah. She's, oh, like, no. super into it. I know. Yeah. Russian the candy. I know. I know. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's Lord's Mobile. I don't know. Oh, Maybe God. Third one down. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but it's like, how can I talk shit? Because, like, I, I, I spend way too much time playing video games. But my video games are cool. Yeah. <laughs> and you have something to show at the phone. end of yours. That's right. I have a PlayStation, <laughs> yeah. not a phone. I do have a phone. I do have games on my phone, but those are, yeah, that's not the ones that I, like, care about. <laughs> I need to have a level of disconnect from my games, like a level of unavailability. It, I, I've tried having games on my phone before, and it's just not good, just having it right there the whole time. Mm. I'm actually pretty excited, though. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to get my uh, virtual reality headset. Oh. Um, yeah, so I got a Valve Index. It's uh, pretty next-level shit. <laughs> It's pretty fucking intense. And, and what are you gonna? What, what particular games are you gonna be? Playing? So they don't have games for it yet. So that I'm sounds just gonna really be, great. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna be putting it on and imagining. No, so it's uh, <laughs> it would be like pew pew Star Wars. Front, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it actually has camera that you can flip on. It has like camera lenses on so the front, you can, like, so you can out yeah, so that you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you can look at these lenses instead of just allowing your eyes to view light. I'm very sensitive to like motion and games and stuff. Like lots of video games will make me want to throw up. And so every time, like I've heard VR described, they're like, "Well, some people get motion sick." I'm like, "That's gonna be me. (laughs) No way I can play it." Yeah. I like those like flat strategy games where it's a video game, but it's like you're looking at a board, like on a board game. Yeah. And then I know I'm not gonna get like spinny and pukey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should come check out my VR set and, and throw up on the <laughs> <laughs> Like a bag or like a thing muzzle over my face. Yeah. 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 Catch the it's an included accessory, actually, yeah. <laughs> well, I am, I am like a, like I'm a, I'm a mega dork for uh, anything to do with aviation and planes. I grew up wanting to be a pilot. And so, like, I don't know if you've seen the footage of the new flight simulator they're working on. No, but I've it heard, is, yeah. It's, it's driven by, it's got like four 
petabytes of data or some ridiculous number. I think That's they just a lot. made it up, right? Wow. Um, but it's Microsoft Bing, right? So it's real-time flight simulator, real-time satellite imagery anywhere in the world, real-time dynamic weather. Wow. You can literally fly anywhere in the stuff. It looks like damn near photorealistic. Wow. So wow. I just, I, I'm, I'm like such a nerd. And such yeah. <laughs> I would brave the nausea. If I could get a VR headset, yeah. I would brave the nausea. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing with that, so, um, so that would probably be like a seated game, you know? Yeah. So it wouldn't be like, what gets people is if you... So like the Valve Index is room scale, so I'm gonna be able to walk around in the room and my character will move, which is cool. I feel like that'll help with the immersion. But you know, you can only do so much in a video game that's nine feet by nine feet, you know? So at a certain point you have to move outside of that and that's when people like the the idea of standing still, but your character and your view is moving, that's like where it causes nausea and issues so yeah well yeah, i can imagine i like a goat simulator i was trying to play <laughs> a goat simulator with my son that game gives me emotions like anything <laughs> that's like 3d and first because the goats are moving too totally, much it's something it's, I think it's got a lot to do with, like frame rate and something with delay and then i've noticed anything if it's split screen we used to love my son loves to, he wants to play games with me yeah. so it's you know get the split screen game mm-hmm. on. but it because in my peripheral there's some other perspective yeah Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. Do you get car sick? Yeah. No, I don't. I no. don't. It's funny. I get vertigo really, really bad. Okay. But planes don't bother me. I, if I'm in a plane, I'm fine. One time, I was in a small <laughs> auto gyro. Do you know what an auto gyro is? No, it's, it's like uh, it was designed about like 1930s before a helicopter. It's a free rotating top propeller. Mm. Okay. Freely rotating in the air, and then mm. a pusher motor. So it's like a very, it's not a helicopter. It doesn't quite go vertical, but it goes very, very slow and it can drift around. Anyway, this guy I met in South Africa got to take me up in his auto gyro. If I'm on a bridge or an antenna or something, I'm, I, I can't do it. I'm, the world's spinning. I can't do it. If I'm in a plane, I'm fine. Hmm. So I'm flying in this little auto gyro and I'm fine. I'm not, the heights aren't bothering me. Nothing's bothering me at all. Then we flew over the edge of the Dio King diamond mine, which hmm. is a, Two mile deep, a five mile wide open pit type in mine. And for some reason, like, okay, so we're already flying. We're already like a thousand feet in the air. Yeah. But when we flew over the side of that cliff, oh my God, it was like my heart fell out. And I was like, (laughs) all of a sudden my world was spinning and I was like, oh my God, take us back, take us back, take us back. I could not handle it. Oh my gosh. So it's weird. And I've heard it described that it's some kind of, some people have a crosswire in their brain and your brain just doesn't get it when it's like the horizon is going the wrong direction. Right, right. Your Mm -hmm. equilibrium kind of gets thrown off. Yeah, I experience it to some to some degree as well, especially with the peripheral thing. Like if I'm looking forward and there's things that are kind of on the side of me over here, you know, moving around, it kind of freaks me out a little bit. Um, (laughs) And then I don't know. So we have a friend who has the VR system about a year ago, I think, is when we went to go hang out with them and play in their VR system. And it kind of made me a little bit dizzy and, and nauseous a little bit. It wasn't like super intense, but... Um, and then, um, oh, there was something else I was going to say about the dizziness too. I don't know. I have these little, um, episodes sometimes and it's interesting because it's usually triggered by, um, like deja vu or I don't know if I'm associating it with deja vu, um, because sometimes it won't necessarily start off as deja vu. Maybe sometimes it starts off with a smell, um, but then it'll roll into deja vu. Um, but I get dizzy and my and I get nausea, like really, really intense. And it's so weird because it'll throw me off. Like the first time it happened was like maybe two or th- no, it happened like maybe four years ago the first time. Mm-hmm. And then um, it didn't really happen again until I was in this new job. And I felt like maybe stress was a trigger and kind of causing it. Um, but it would be like a domino effect. Like I would smell the smell and then I'd be like, oh my God, this has happened before and start like... Um, you know, thinking about what's going to happen next, and then it would happen, mm-hmm. and then I would get spins and nauseous really Do bad. You get migraines? Um, I don't because I get <laughs> I get migraines rarely but severely, and I also I get oftentimes atypical presentation. So I've had migraine headaches where I get my other symptoms. I lose my ability to see mm. only in my retinas. And mm-hmm. I don't even feel pain in my head. I've had times where I get really, really smell sensitive or light or, or tactile sensitive. Yeah. And, and not necessarily with a headache. But like I, I had had these problems and changing my diet and a lot of stuff. I, I don't take meds any for, mm. anymore for it. But I used to have to take abortives yeah. for my severe migraines. 
And we kind of found out by accident when I was having almost, it sounded very, very similar. And it was, that was the thing when you were saying deja vu, because I could remember like, I would know it was happening. I'm like, damn it, this is, it's happening again. Yeah. You know, it's starting here. I'm going to start feeling really, really ill. Yeah. Uh, but it would just go into like a nausea and dizziness almost. And just kind of a feeling of like my whole body. Yeah. Being almost flu-like, just shaky and off and weird. Yeah. But I took my, my migraine abortive <laughs> and it stopped it. Interesting. And my doctor said, he was like, you know, the thing is like migraines, they don't really understand them. They mm. think in a lot of ways they're closer to a seizure than they are to a headache. Interesting. Mm. And so like. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I have never experienced a migraine or a headache with it. Um, and, and I've done some research. I've tried to look it up online to see. And it's really hard to kind of explain well either. I don't even think that I'm explaining it quite yeah, well. Go to WebMD and it's like, you have cancer. Exactly. Yeah. You've got a tumor <laughs> in your brain. Uh, but some or some people that I've, you know, told as well, my experience, sometimes they'll say like, oh, that sounds like vertigo, you know, or oh, that sounds like maybe you've got um, liquid in your ear, you know, and your body's trying to balance itself out or something. I don't know. It's just really interesting because or crystals of, like yeah, some crystal, sort of natural crystal, crystal. <laughs> crystals. Um, it's just really interesting, I guess, the association with deja vu. And I wonder if that's even a symptom of it and not necessarily what triggers it because I'm trying to find like a trigger you know and those are the things that happen first you know initially it's either that smell or it's the it's the I it's the idea that I'm uh, lived through this already you know so the deja vu or a smell is what triggers it or those are the first symptoms that I feel usually and then it spins into the um, you know, getting dizzy know and feeling me, nauseous. I've been, on, I've been on preventative medications because when I do get like severe migraines or crippling, like I crawl into a closet for 24 hours because I can't do anything. I yeah. just lay there and I shake and vomit. That's all I do. Oh my gosh. Uh, but like just managing my stress level, changing my diet, I've done, and I went from getting them, you know, once every couple of months to a few months to not haven't had a migraine in over wow. a year now. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so I wonder, I mean, even if it's maybe low level or not something that's triggering pain. I think it's, but like, I think it's like people, if you have like asthma or severe allergies, it, you know, uh, keeping your house clean and trying to keep the dust levels out, it's not going to necessarily fix it. But it, man, it can keep it from like flaring up into a big problem a lot. So, right. Yeah, just smoke can... weed all day. Don't, don't like work or have stress. Okay. Don't feel stress and you'll be fine. <laughs> no, yeah, I think the stress definitely, the la- especially the last time it happened, I was stressed out. And so, and I think it, both, all of the times that it's happened have been at work. <laughs> yeah. um, I think it's also telling yeah, that it's some sort of stress me. inducer, so, my, or my induced by stress. Stress will shut my entire body down. I can, I can, yeah. I can develop tonsillitis. I, it's like infections will take over if I don't take care of myself. I just, yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like my body goes into revolt. Mm-hmm. Do you feel mm-hmm. stressed, kid? I don't, but no. No, the migraine talk. I used to have intense, crazy migraines. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. But I used to end up having to go to the hospital because they were so bad and no one can figure out what the what was triggering them. And then they would give me medication after medication. Let's see if this works. Let's see if this works. And it would never go away. And the doctors never knew what was going on. It actually turned out to be something else. It's completely different, which now I'm taking care of it with other types of medication. But no, I, you know, I couldn't see. Everything went dark vision. There was auras. There was this. There was that. So it took a few years to actually figure out what, what, what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turned out to be like, you know, like lupus related, right? Mm-hmm. Um, lupus related migraines um, and we're like finally like you know I'm not a schizophrenic I'm not all these horrible things that people right. are always saying and it's it felt good to know what it was I'm and, not and a people, crazy person yeah, people who've never experienced that kind of head pain and that mm-hmm. kind of debilitating where they're like oh you just it's a headache and yeah, you're just no. exaggerating it mm-hmm. you should you know just get it my my father was the most unsympathetic person ever and you know, just telling me to get over it. Yeah, and I know. Basically, I was being a whiny baby. And I'm like, you know, and it always blew me away because I was like, it's not like I'm like trying to like play video games all day. Like I'm laying on the floor in my yeah. closet, mm-hmm. shaking right. and vomiting. I'm like the most <laughs> dedicated kid ever to yeah. like trying to get out of a day of school. If I'm willing to do that for 12 fucking hours. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, right. used to, uh, I used to stay home a lot from school. I would just not go and my parents worked and, you know, they didn't have time to fucking worry about it so (laughs) or they would try but one time i remember i was staying home and and my stepdad came home and i was like well fuck and so i went out to hide in the shed and i stayed in that shed for six hours because he was home that whole time 
And I was just like, ah, still better than going to school. <laughs> I just sat in a shed staring at the ground and yeah, I support that decision. I used to skip a lot of school myself. I was in the uh, I was in the seventh grade and they told me, they were like, you know, we're gonna send you to court. We're gonna take you to court. Like, yeah, that happened to me. Yeah. You can't take me to court for skipping school. Oh yes they can. Yes yeah. they can. So I'm like I'm twelve years old, I think I was six or seventh, I was seventh grade, I was like thirteen. I'm 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 in school. I'm at at the uh, Garland, Texas Juvenile Courts, and uh, there's a judge up there. And then like two people in front of me is this kid. He's older than me. He's like an eighth grader at my school, and he was like big and a jerk and like beat me up. And he was like mm-hmm. a big bully, and I hated him. And he goes up to the judge, and the judge is like. Billy, I told you if you're here again, you better bring a toothbrush. Did you bring a toothbrush, Billy? No, two bags. You're going to juvenile hall. Next. Bam. Like, slam it. And I just started, I just started bawling, crying. I was like, oh, my God. He's going to. So I just, I lied. Fucking juvie. And lied. And I went up there, and I was like, all the other kids beat me up and make fun of me, and I'm afraid to go to school because they get bullied. So no, me and my friends were, like, skipping school and, like, getting drunk in my house and, like, playing fireworks and shit. But I mean, you know, my mom was there with me. I had the little like tie on. Yeah. I was all dressed up. And I just played it like I was the biggest dude <laughs> in the world. So I got some counseling. Nice you know, like, counseling and don't Slap skip on any more school. Yeah. Privilege. <laughs> yeah, I actually um, contested a traffic uh, ticket recently. She did, yeah. And I had to go before a judge. And I and I was I was like, how do I dress? Should I like dress up? Like, should I wear a you know, you know, tie or like, what should I do? Because I'm like getting presented in front of a judge. And so it's funny because I, I didn't do any of that stuff. I just wore like what I wear to work because I had sweat to go pants. to work afterwards. Anyway, <laughs> I don't wear sweatpants at work. Not that Ladies. they would tell me anything if I did. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, so it was interesting though, being inside of the courtroom because it's not nothing like I thought it was going to be, you know, I thought it was going to be like a... <laughs> Law and order. Yeah. yeah. Like a, you know, <laughs> and it's not, it's, you know, tiny little courtroom, little bench, you know, benches, like if you're going to church or something, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like a principal's office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. School administration. <laughs> but there were people there, uh, different age groups, right? So the older people were dressed nice, right? They had collared shirts on and ties and stuff and then the young you know as younger you got or whatever they were just in sweatpants and like whatever so it was just kind of interesting seeing you know everybody in their perspective of what they needed to wear to court (laughs) court attire (laughs) now now what should i wear for because i got actually got i'm 43 and for the first time in my life i got pulled for jury duty oh Oh, shit so i've got thurston county jury duty and i'm like I, I was sweating. I how was like, well, how do I get out of this? Yeah. You know, like, tell them what? you're a Trump supporter. I'm like, no, I mean, all they've got to do is like talk to me for like 20 minutes and they'll be like, oh, we don't want this guy. Let's get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> Pretend like you don't know what they're saying because yeah. either you, you don't, you don't know the language or you're <laughs> incapable of doing it or whatever, but BJ, business don't casual. listen to any of these people. Okay. You do your civic duty. <laughs> <laughs> And no matter what they say, you just tell them that that they're not guilty. Yeah. See, I think no matter I think, what evidence. I they think have. That, that, that's the thing is I'm like I'm like because uh, my wife got pulled for jury duty a few months ago, and we were talking. I was like, well, how are you going to get out of it? You know, and she's like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. It's my civic, you know, wrong, <laughs> wrong to lie. And we didn't realize she doesn't have to lie. Like yeah. they're going to ask questions. She answered them honestly, and they're like, yeah, dismiss her. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, she said she said the question that did it was they looked at the pool of jury jurors and they said now everyone here would trust the word of a police officer right and she's like uh <laughs> <laughs> get her out of there uh, so, you know, oh interesting uh, yeah, yeah yeah that was that was the instant disqualifier but then i'm like i'm like maybe like i should lie and pretend like i'm like super mr apple pie uh, just like get on the jury and be like go. not guilty yeah suck <laughs> <up>. <laughs> you didn't do it inside job i like it yeah I feel like we do. We have to uh, infiltrate all levels of government. Yes. And uh, and subvert it. I'm going to be running for mayor of Tumwater. Soon. That's right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> platform is. You're going to be the coolest right, mayor. Because I, I had been involved in like political volunteering yeah. and stuff. And I was like, that's just that. Just screw that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> screw that. They don't appreciate humor at all. <laughs> like, like, the further left you get, the less of a sense of humor they have about stuff yeah. unless they appreciate like joking around or <laughs> so like because I grew up and like my family's like super right wing like super right wing yeah, like yeah. they do 
like volunteer. My mom's really good friends with a guy who's a federal judge. He's a Republican judge, been elected like forever. And yeah. so like, you know, it was like every time he was doing a campaign, we'd be over at his house, like helping his him and his wife do mailers and doing <laughs> parades and stuff. But anyway, like I grew up around that. And like those people, like, I mean, yeah, they're fascists and bastards. I'm not trying to say they're not. I'm just saying but like they're fun. Like yeah. aside from all the evil, like right. they're fun. They're gonna have a beer and they're gonna laugh. And generally, right. when you hang out, they're like kind of goofing off and kind of working and stuff. You can do <laughs> right. And you go out to Seattle, these socialist organizations, and they just they like they're like really serious about yeah. what they're doing. And yeah. they didn't like me making jokes about it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like who invited this guy? <laughs> I know, right? Like where did you come from? And it's also like it's really easy though. Like because if you're from when you're in Dallas, Texas. You can be like a weirdo communist, and everybody's like, "Oh, that that BJ, he's pretty funny, man. He's got some of them weirdo lefty ideas." I tell you. <laughs> that was that guy talk, man. He's a hoot. But no one really gives a shit because they know they're gonna win at the elections right. or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like up here, it's like totally different. Like, yeah. People like really want to like do stuff and it's cool. Or whatever. Change the world. I'm, I'm just not. <laughs> I'm better like complaining yeah. about the way things are. Than actually setting policy. I see. Or being like, you know. They're <laughs> just more of like a rabble rouser. I know, right? Yeah. Like, I'll go and like, you know, get a bunch of people to start a riot, but like, call, like phone banks are calling people, like, have you known you know, the proposition 12 is. We yeah. collected a million people here, BJ. We're ready. What are we doing? What's the plan? I know, right? Now, just then, like, I don't know. Let's here. flip over some cars, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to change things. Yeah. <laughs> one more window. Smash one more. Smash and grab robbery. That'll That's the, the title. All the rich people are going to suddenly stop and be like, you know what, guys? I hey. think I hear. I think I've had enough. Yeah. <laughs> I have enough stuff, and I don't need to exploit the lower yeah. classes. No, I realize my, my dad's a CPA, and I, I grew up working for him, and I had a, I was like 21. Working for the man. I know, right? Working for the man, literally. <laughs> and I was like I was like 21. I had this client. Uh, they the, the, the guy was a salesman. He sold air conditioning systems that go on high-rise office buildings, which you would never think of a job like that, right? Mm-hmm. Those units go for like $60 million plus a piece. The guy's making, like, F.U. money. Damn. And his wife has F.U. money. And she was, like, freaking out about, like, well, what happened? What if something happened to Jerry? What if he died? And I'm like, you could, <laughs> yeah. you could never make another dollar and spend money yeah. the way you're spending money today. Yeah. Forever. And your kids won't run out of money. Like mm. Your grandkids are fine already. Right. Yeah. 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 So Take at a pretty young age, I was like, you know, there's there's no, like, end. You don't get to a point where, like, oh, whew, I've got enough yeah. now. Yeah, it is. And then at a certain point, so you can only spend so much money reasonably because at a certain point, (laughs) what you're spending money on is actually appreciating in value. So you're literally, you can't, so Brewster's Millions is a great movie that explores this. You've seen it, BJ? Yes, yes. Have you guys seen Brewster's Millions? No. We need to get you up to speed on this. (laughs) Every Richard Pryor movie, but also Brewster's Millions specifically. specifically, yeah. Yeah. So in Brewster's Millions, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, it's been a while. So uh, a young man is brought to his attention that his uncle, is it his uncle or something? I or don't remember exactly some the setup. Some long relation from, yeah. had uh, billions of dollars, millions of dollars, something, and he only gets it if he can spend, do you remember the amount? I want to say it was like a hundred grand. He has to spend like... Spend a hundred grand in yeah. like a week or something. And this was back when a hundred grand was like $10 million. Yeah, it was right. like, right. like <laughs> Yeah, and so he can only like gamble 5% of it and he can only donate 5% and he has to spend the other 90% and get rid of it. Yeah, and wasn't it like he, he couldn't have assets at the end? Yeah, of so that's the thing is like he'd go out and try and buy, buy art, house. but then the art like appreciated in value so now he has more money than when he started mm. and it was like and so i mean there's taxes and there are some ways but like if you're rich it's it's tough to become poor like yeah. it's not easy to become poor that's why i, I you know? like uh like i don't watch a lot of reality shows but there's this one i've been watching lately <laughs> hotel impossible yeah it's uh this it's this guy and he's like New Yorker, and I've been in hotels for 25 years. <laughs> you know, he's a no-nonsense kind of guy. But he goes in, and like every one of these scenarios is the same, right? These rich-ass white people yep. <laughs> bought a hotel because they thought it'd be really fun and easy to do. Yeah. Like, easy. <laughs> and, like, every time, it's like they're trying to do that, like, really impactful part. They're like, what's on the line here? 
if you don't make this hotel <laughs> and like every time the story basically comes down to like well we'll be back to like only being slightly less rich than uh. we today we might have to sell it and then I don't know we'd have to like buy a house in a cheaper area <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, dude, it just doesn't have the impact. Like, yeah. I yeah. want, I want like, a reality show where it's, like, you know, like, I don't know, like, pimps and hookers. Like, like the what, Jersey Shore. What's going to happen if you can't make this blowjob a success, Charlene? Cut off my ear with a knife. Like, that's real drama. I would watch that. Yeah. Cut your fucking ear off. <laughs> That's oh sad. It's terrible. Uh, and that's wrong, obviously. I'm not enforcing <laughs> that in any way. Yeah, what are your values? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What um, is your platform you're running on? My here? platform I'm running on. What I think we need in this country, mm-hmm. actually. In Britain, they have something called the Looney Party. Okay? And oh. it's 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 interesting. It's a joke. I mean it it is. But you can actually like draw attention to real issues by being absurd about it i think mm. we should have because freaking politics in america are already absurd right? yeah i mean at this point <laughs> right yeah. so like have like um say like um a new police force we're gonna have a, a new police uniform for a police force and then they're gonna be like clown outfits like straight clown <laughs> yeah. outfits. instead of a badge it's like a squirting flower with like mace <laughs> you know what I mean? we need to demilitarize the police it's a roundabout way you know what i mean yeah like, yeah yeah like people people want to talk about like this is another one of my great ideas i think this is great um <laughs> People want to talk about, um, uh, it's my heritage, and that's why they want to have, like, Confederate flags and shit around. Right, right. So what we do, okay, people want to have, like, swastikas or Confederate flags, and they want to call it free speech. <laughs> Fine. We change sex offender registration to be the Confederate flag. Nah. And then if you're a child oh rapist, God, if you're really bad, it. then you have to put a swastika on your chart. <laughs> Yeah. So then if you assholes want to keep using those, you just go right the fuck ahead. Yeah. Oh my God. Everybody's going to think it. you're a kid diddler. I love just it. Just want to warn you. Yes. So yeah. like things like that. PJ for president. Right. <laughs> you have my policies vote. Like, no actual legitimate policies whatsoever. Yeah. Because people will see, I think at a certain point that the real party isn't really much different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's I, true. God, I try not to even like look at it or think about it these days because it, it just makes me go. Ah. I know. It's hard. But you want to be informed too, though, I right? Do. So then, I mean, it's not impossible. So there's a few simple solutions. It's impossible. That can solve this. <laughs> One, we need to abolish all currency. Just get rid of it all. You know, this is simple bread and butter stuff. No, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, ranked choice voting is one thing that needs to happen. Are you guys all familiar with that? No. Uh, to, to me, I think ranked choice, I've heard the idea. I, I think it's kind of like... It's kind of like looking at someone who's got like a horrible, horrible infection and like their arm is falling off. It's so infected. And you're like, oh, look, this tape is going to keep their arm on. Like, no, it's it's infected. And as long as (laughs) as long as our uh, democracy is totally bought and paid for, as long as monetary contributions are completely unlimited, Citizens United, you know, everybody wants to talk about like like when I was a kid back in the 80s. Right. People used to be talking about campaign finance reform that used to be a thing you would hear about now you don't hear about it it's not even discussed why because that money they don't just burn it in a giant pile they give it to media companies they're making the millions like it's just a perpetual election cycle like 2016 that happened and then it's like like his fucking rallies never stopped it just kept going yeah he's still campaigning there's Democratic hopeful dropping out of the 20... It's just now 2020. It wasn't the 2020 race until a few days ago. Like, yeah. before that, like, it was just yeah. the perpetual... Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why... Bernie Sanders is such a great choice because all of his money comes from a single donor. Small donor. Yeah. I, I will yeah. say Bernie's about as close as I'm willing to get to supporting an American politician. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's it's hard. I've, I've, I've been lucky. I grew up. I got to travel a lot. Yeah. And I got to be around the world in a few different places. And... A Democrat in America is to the right of a conservative in, in the other, United Kingdom. Yeah. And like they still have like nationalized health care and a lot of things. That right. Like, like Democrats here a lot of just be like, oh, we can't do that. That's just too much. That's too far. I'm just yeah. I'm tired of the one party state that people pretend like it's two. Yeah. That's what makes me mad. It's like people want to pretend like there's no two. There's not. Right. People are like, aren't you excited for Elizabeth Warren? Oh, yeah. I'm really excited for them. <laughs> 
pretending like she gets to play at the big kid table until the last minute they're like okay step aside elizabeth it's joe biden time right uh, like right. is there anybody that we could be less excited about than joe Biden? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like, creepy joe i'm slightly less <laughs> creepy than donald joe uh, yeah um, oh my god yeah it's unfortunate. Who are hey, you I've never about, raped Gabriel? a woman. <laughs> These are my really uncomfortable. <laughs> I just give back massages to my friends. Do you have a primary contender? Um, I was thinking about Pete, but then he's... Buttigieg? Buttigieg. Yeah, I can't see his last name. <laughs> Come on. If you're going to vote for the guy, you have to be able to say his last name. They have t-shirts, Gabe. Boot, edge, edge. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a funny word. No, but uh, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I do. I love Bernie Sanders. He's the person that you vote can vote for. for Pete if you want to. <laughs> and but your vote won't matter in that. <laughs> he's lower right now, and he's not as he's yeah. not high. He's way down here. Yeah, and I, it's really poor sucks. Pete. Poor Pete. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Bernie is way up here, and I, that's the person who I voted for last time too. Yeah, and then he was out, and then it was Hillary. Yeah. But no, um, Bernie. Bernie is my number one choice. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I, I felt like a couple years ago, like I, I, I literally had a gun put to my head and they were like vote oh. for you have to you have to and like I wanted to vote for Jill Stein yeah. I felt like Jill Stein was the only person who had policies that I actually really supported but I, I remember thinking a couple of years ago like yeah. I know I want that fucker to lose by as many votes as possible yeah. I want every single possible vote to be against him Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like dirty because that's literally the first time I've ever I felt like not voted my conscience I voted because the way I was supposed to, to you right. know, I mean saying that and, and the fact that I agree that Hillary Clinton was not a good presidential candidate for so many reasons. Do you wish that she'd won? Um, yeah, well, uh, that's a tricky one. Um, I do think I think it was it was wrong of her to be the candidate. I think that a lot of people were oblivious to the thirty plus years of anti Clinton propaganda that's flowed. See, I grew up in that. My parents right. are Rush Limbaugh freaks. Like, right? I know. I knew like how deep that is right, with yeah. the, a lot of those people. It's not like a passing thing. Even Obama before 2008, most of, most of them had never heard of Obama. Right. But no, her and their hatred for her goes back to the early 90s. <laughs> and like, yeah, it'd be just, like Nancy Pelosi running basically. Right. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Personally, I support her. I think she's done good things for right. her country. Yeah, she's got like, a good track record. But, but she has a horrible reputation with half of America. Exactly. And, and she's I think, been demonized. And we can't pretend yes. like, I think, you know, like there's an alternative or it's a new choice. I think right. aside from AOC, there's not a lot of people in Congress that anybody in America looks at and goes like, oh, hey, they're actually different than the other people. That right. But, uh, no, it's true, and I love AOC. She's my spirit animal. <laughs> but yeah, who are you thinking about voting for, Derek? I'm voting for no one, but I'd like to get back to. I think I think voting is stupid, but yeah. uh, but I'd like to get back to rank never choice our voting. choice anyway. Rank choice voting is oh, smart yeah. because so what um, what you're speaking of, right? You would like to have been able to vote for Jill Stein, and there's probably a lot of people who would have liked that. But voting for her, especially in a battleground state, would have been a vote for Donald Trump. Basically. Basically, you are taking a vote away from the main contending candidate and putting it towards someone who has no chance of winning. Now, in a ranked choice system, the fact that you voted first for Jill Stein and then second probably for Hillary Clinton and then third for nobody, maybe a bonobo in a hat or something, <laughs> would have made nicer decisions. There were two socialist candidates on the yes. ballot in this state. So if you had been able to give ranked choice Even voting, I couldn't name right now. your vote would not have been meaningless. Um, you know, essentially it would have uh, been counted. You know, first for Jill Stein, and then as it was determined that she did not have a chance at the winning, it would then have become a vote for for Hillary, essentially. Um, yeah. So are you talking about having like options, basically? Like yeah. And so, so what that will allow first, is multiple parties. This is my second yeah. choice. This is my third choice, sort of thing. Because right mm-hmm. now, because it's a winner take all, and you only get a single vote, right? Um, mm-hmm. You have to vote for someone who's likely to win right. otherwise it's a meaningless and that's vote. that's the that's the argument right against the third party well yeah so we'd, we'd end up yeah. with a multi-party system uh wherein we wouldn't just have two parties um where half of the democrats are really conservative people you know that aren't actually progressive in any meaningful way 
And, you know, so there would be like five or six parties probably, similar to a lot of European parliaments and, and whatnot. Right on. Which I think would just be better. Ranked choice allow voting. For a, lot, a lot more movement. You so as a civilian of the or as a <laughs> as a citizen citizen of the city of Tumwater, can you like put a bill forth? Like, could you submit a bill for? No, it would have to be a constitutional amendment, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you need uh, two thirds of the House and Senate. So you could get your representative then to p- potentially introduce something like this to. The House of Representatives to be voted on. You could. Do you know who your representative is, Chris? Um, it's not Jay Inslee. It's fuck. It if Denny you Heck? said their name, oh yeah, it is Denny Heck. But he's it retiring, is. isn't he? Is he? Retiring, yeah. He's yeah. yeah. He's Give Congress Heck. Yeah. I remember seeing those signs around. <laughs> probably responsible for his entire political career, right? I mean, there. <laughs> <laughs> what a amusing Can't last name. Play. Yeah. <laughs> Give Congress Heck. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> Very so fun. we're gonna. Change our uh, last name to Ardvark just so we're at the top of the ballot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all you need. If you're the first choice, most people don't even look any further. Yeah, this is like I will a- say, moving to this state, one of the things that I thought was super cool is the, the balloting system, the mailed out ballots. Yeah. Because for the first time, yeah. you, like uh, during the presidential election at least, uh, you generally, I don't know about you, you probably walk in knowing who you're voting for for president. But, you know, what about the third? County controller, right. you have no idea who these people are. Right. So being able to like sit there at your leisure and look up right. each person on the ballot and actually know who you were voting for, right. I found incredibly refreshing. Yeah. And I understand why a lot of people wouldn't want it, but as far as actual citizens, I don't know why anybody would want any system other than the one we have here. Right. Yeah. No. Well, in California, you would go to a booth. You know. Yeah. yeah in Texas, Texas that's have... how it is. It's going to be between 10 yeah. a.m. and 4 p.m. Yeah. At a very inconvenient place, nowhere near a bus line, <laughs> yeah. to make sure that poor people can't go do it yeah so and you're standing in a line you've got people waiting for you so yeah. yeah you're like blowing through these options without giving it a second thought i mean sure you have time i guess to do it that's ahead why of time I, I but say the stat i had heard years ago was that more than 40 percent of voters in texas go straight party yeah they just go i'm a party line yeah I'm a democrat whatever yeah mostly republicans texas but if anything needs to change in our democratic society i think that it's that you know like people really need to inform themselves more about what they're voting on they don't they don't do that i didn't do it yeah. for a very long time i think you know and i can only i've 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 started doing social media in the last yeah. eight months, so it's all very <laughs> new to me. But like, oh my fucking god! Like, I, I I had no idea. I had no idea things were as bad as they are. Yeah, it makes sense. Like what, what's bad? It's just as far as it doesn't matter what the news story is. It's so instantly painted this side or the other, and yeah. then here comes the comments. Oh, these blah blah blah. It's yeah, every, and it doesn't even matter. Uh, American left or right, because whether you're watching Fox News or whether you're watching MSNBC, they very much have this kind of snarky, smarmy, kind of preaching to the choir, kind of, let's talk about Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> or let's talk about Moscow Mitch. It's all so self-congratulatory, right, yeah. and it's nothing resembling journalism. It's nothing resembling, like, here's a, here's a situation we should take an objective look right, at. Right, yeah. It's very Exactly. Much, Here are the facts. Right. It, it, you play to this camp or the other and I, as a person who constantly by this camp will try to accuse me of being in this one and this camp will try to accuse me of being in the other where I don't see myself as belonging to either yeah. you know I just I feel like that's where we've lost that ability for, for nuance for conversation and it's because yeah. everything is that instant knee jerk reaction mm-hmm. oh it's a story from Fox News it's going to be terrible oh it's a Fox it's a story from MSNBC so I'm going to be totally on board with what they're saying and I generally I am yeah but I still see it in its similarity. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? No, totally, definitely. And I and I agree, I guess, to a certain extent, especially with like the Democratic side, like our Democratic leaning towards side, which is like MSNBC. Some of that stuff is nonsense, um, but some of it is good. Uh, but I guess just like with Fox News, I'm like, if anybody, wa- if you watch Fox it News, you're probably a like, fucking yeah, idiot. I mean, in the you current know? two-party <laughs> system, it seems like, you know, at least on the on the populist side, there's a lot less worrying about like, actually having values or morals or like caring about what you actually believe i mean just if you look at like yes you can say that there are things that happen on both sides but like specifically what's happened in the senate recently and like just the amount of of uh of control in in obvious ways that 
So, for instance, when Mitch McConnell stopped um, Barack Obama from putting forward Merrick Garland, right? So he was going to uh, get a, a, a Supreme Court judge uh, on the bench, and and the Senate basically said, no, it's too close to the election. We couldn't do that. And then asked recently, you know, if, if a judge were to step down or, or uh, something were to happen to them, would you look to fill the seat? And he was like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, there's no reason why we wouldn't. I mean, just because the election's coming up, you know. So just that sort of obvious two-facedness, you know, of like... Yeah partisanship and so obvious that that just like oh we're just going to be terrible people now that's just going to be part yeah. of it you know it's like just no no caring about doing the right thing yeah, yeah. No, and, and that's well and even for like as someone who grew up in the environment i did but still even as a young person i remember being young very gung-ho very warhawk like and i would still you know something uh, happening in the middle east or something and my father's voice used to still be about you know compassion about you know hey this is what jesus said you know let's turn the other cheek this and that and i've watched that over the years evaporate mm. there's there's like you know like the obvious praise of someone who like he doesn't even fit their their set of moral criteria it's yeah yeah it's, the evangelical support for trump is is we're really all troubling crazy yeah. pills none yeah. of it makes any sense and i'm just like <laughs> like you know, it used to be it used to be the yeah. super anti-gay pastor who got caught smoking <laughs> meth in the and, uh, in the Motel Six and, and having gay yeah, and hookers, ba- banging yeah. like gay hookers. Um, that used to mean that he had to go like, oh, I guess I'm not. You know what I mean? But like now, <laughs> apparently it doesn't matter. You can still just spew the same BS and then just. Oh no, this isn't. This isn't what I'm doing over here. This isn't a cock. That's a lie from the liberal media. This yeah. is not real. This yeah. is what Nancy Pelosi wants. Well, that you to happened. Think that here. pastor, I think he was preaching, and a bag of meth fell on the ground in front of the congregation, <laughs> and he picked it up, put it in his pocket, and nobody said shit. Yeah. Know? And it's just, I think it is. So it's it's the fact that that a, the majority of, of religious fundamentalists currently support the Republican Party. And this is a group of people who self-identify and self-collect under the belief of, of uh, you know, supporting their religious beliefs over all logic. The idea that if my beliefs don't make sense logically then it's logic that's to blame and not my beliefs, you know? I would first sacrifice my logic or my sense of reality rather than disbelief that that the Bible's literally true or whatever else, you know, follows from that. So I don't know. I think that's troubling that that all these people have gotten together. Um, But yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, I've stopped making predictions. Yeah. In 2016, I was like, well, it's obvious this is what... 2018, you're like, well... Surely he's gonna, you know, and then mm-hmm. uh, then what was then we had the oh this is obvious obstruction of justice and abuse. Of yeah, pa- I haven't I haven't heard a legitimate defense of of the impeachment acts. There is none. The only defense that I've heard is that it's not bad enough. Right. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard anyone say a that it didn't happen or any evidence that it didn't happen. People pretty much just admit that it happened. I think I think that the, that the wording in the Constitution is high crimes and misdemeanors almost expressively to state it doesn't even have to rise to treason or felonious conduct. doesn't even have to be a high crime right <laughs> and misdemeanor but yeah it's like at this point what is what is logic what does any of it matter anymore? <laughs> like and i feel bad because i don't want to be another person checking out yeah. due to apathy yeah but well uh, i mean the fact that the supreme court um declined to put any sort of check on gerrymandering yeah. the idea that it's now legal to gerrymander so if you <laughs> control the house uh, or the Congress in your state, you can write the maps in a way that scientifically is more likely to make you win. And there's no nothing wrong with that. That's fine. I mean, that in and of itself just shows that that democracy is not about the will of the people. See, I it's for one, I think I think democracy is done. It's over. I think we need to bow down and worship our new robot overlords because they couldn't possibly <laughs> do a rising, worse yeah. job than we've done. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the problem is, you know, in that box that we call AI, there's just going to be a white dude jerking off into chicken wings or something. You know? It's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be real. Anytime there's power, people just, they want to take it for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. 
I don't know. I try to worry as, as little as I can. I try to stick to what's funny. Yeah, you know? that's good. What 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 can I say that's going to make people laugh? Um, I write tons of crap about politics, <laughs> and yet I don't I don't know why I have nothing on me that could open that bottle. Yeah. Yet I'm like, here, hand it to me. I'll just brute force. Ah, just grab it with my teeth. Well, I used oh, to do yeah. the lighter trick, you know, but I don't I don't even carry a lighter anymore. Chris, we got it. Yeah. No, but uh, I, 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 I try to stick to, to things that are, are going to be funny as yeah. far as like, you know. I, I Not on this podcast. Of, right on. Well, it's yeah. a podcast. You know what I mean? But as far as like, I, I had this idea before I started doing stand-up of like, oh, I want to be like, you know, really hard-hitting yeah. jokes and like important uh, stuff. Nobody's, nobody's going to, you're just alienating. You're not, you're not entertaining. If your objective is to entertain yeah. people. You know, it's, I, I look at, it, I see so many um, open micer level, you know, our level of comic. And uh, the people who almost seem to be mad at the crowd because they're not laughing at, at what they're doing. They're not into You're what not they're doing. You're not getting it. Right. You know, yeah. and it's just, it seems to me like, okay, like the incel guys, you know, the involuntarily celibate, the guys who are mad because no yeah. one will have sex. And it's like almost the same. <laughs> yeah. They're like involuntarily stoic. Like they want to yeah. be funny. They yeah. want people to laugh at them. But everything they're saying, they're just like, you, you should be laughing at what I say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Smarter, <laughs> smarter than you are. That's it. Yeah. If people aren't laughing, it's you. It's not them. You know, like you need to make it funnier. That's your job. That's my opinion. What do you think, Chris? Um, but about being funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting being funny. I think because I, I think that I can be funny, especially like with a certain group of people who have some sort of frame of reference about what I'm joking about. Um, so they'll find it funny. It's hard to translate that to an audience of people who don't know who I am, don't have any background, don't know about my life, you know. Um, and for me to make these jokes that I think are funny and that my they land, you know, with my friends who find it funny as well, uh, but they don't with the general public because they don't have that background, you know. So it's, so it's challenging to mm -hmm. kind of write for that audience. You know that that a that a wide audience is gonna find funny, um, but then I also think like I should just write for myself, you know, and what I find funny, and who cares what they fucking think? <laughs> you know, they'll laugh or they won't, but um, you know, if they do, then that's awesome. Then, then you know, then that's my audience, right? That's who I'm writing for, kind of. But it's weird because I don't want it to be that way either. I don't want my writing to be something that I'm like, oh, I've got to write for this audience. You know, that's kind of like my job a little bit with what I do. I work in marketing. And so a lot of our advertisements, right, everything is geared to our audience and who's going to buy this product basically, right? And so every ad, every picture that we choose to use, you know, um, you know, a photograph or whatever, or whatever copy we write is all geared towards that. And it's kind of like selling out a little bit, I guess that's what I feel like. And so then I think about, um, you know, writing for, for me, you know, writing for the, the because I like to do it, you know, and not for like the monetary gain that I'm going to get from it. Although that would be fucking awesome if I could right. write for a living and that yeah. that could actually be my income, you no, know? I, I think it's not all one or another. You know what I mean? It can That's be true. both. It can be both. I, I, I have the things that I want to express that I want to get out there. And I just, I don't even really care sometimes if people like, if, if, if I tell a joke three or four times and one guy laughs at it, I'm yeah. like, hey, though, that one guy. Yeah. He thought it was funny. He yeah, it was yeah. funny. So, like, but at the same time, like, the, the more I've done comedy, the more I realize, at least for me, I like to make people laugh. Yeah. I like to make people laugh. I like to do well on stage. I like to feel like I added something to their day. Yeah. And make them laugh a little mm -hmm. bit. And if I got to tell fart jokes <laughs> instead of politics jokes, that. then I'll do that. Yeah. I don't give a damn. Yeah. You know, like I was like, I don't want to do like just stupid jokes about my kids and being yeah. a dad. I'm like, dude, that's all I'm doing from now on. People <laughs> <laughs> can relate to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. If I'm like right. talking about how I used to snort heroin, well, like a good portion of our audience probably didn't snort heroin. Heroin, right. so they're, they're not going to find that funny yeah. or relate to it, you know, like you're saying. Yeah. Right. Or they're still snorting heroin and they're like, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Now you're making me like look at myself. <laughs> Got to reflect on this heroin. Hey, usage. I came here for fart jokes, not to hear about <laughs> why I shouldn't snort heroin. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's challenging for me anyway. I don't know. It's uh, It's been a while since the last time I've done an open mic, but 
I've been trying to traffic jokes. Try to write. Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, and and then I don't know. See, I just, there's so many layers that I start thinking about stuff or I guess getting paranoid about, which is basically that I live at a certain, I don't want to say, I don't know, I guess class and other people don't. And so things that I might be making fun of aren't necessarily funny because people are actually struggling, you know, to either attain that or get that. And I'm, you know, being so blasé about it. So you guys know how hard it is having four vehicles. (laughs) (laughs) And my IRA hasn't been returning like it did last year, you know, like. It's just like my conscience. I don't know. Sometimes I struggle with it internally because you know, sometimes I'm like, who fucking cares? Everyone's going to die. The, you know, the world is, life is meaningless. You know, so I can be like that and just say whatever the fuck. And then sometimes I'm like, no, my words have meaning and there's yeah. power behind them, you know, and I need to be more, yeah, or I just need to be more aware of what, how I'm saying this and what I'm saying. And I don't know. It's that concept. Well, you know, there, there's, so many, <laughs> there's so many performers that I've seen that just their nature, the way they present themselves, I'm so impressed by. Yeah. Maybe maybe they have like a shaky, nervous insecurity, but maybe they like use it and they turn <laughs> it and they make it like their whole bit. You know what I right. mean? Right. Or maybe they're just so, I don't give a F about anything. <laughs> I, and their confidence just exudes out of them. But like, I think about all the times that I've watched anybody perform in any way like that, that I, that I felt that yeah. I really felt like, wow, you know, like I, I kind of like to be like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I try to remind myself that as hard as it may be for me to believe there might be times that I could perform or do something and you can make somebody else feel that same way. Yeah. And it doesn't even necessarily mean you have to be like, you, you had the funniest bit or you were the most, you know, maybe you just really convinced and they're like, wow, that guy really fucking sucks, <laughs> but he's got the yeah. bravery to do it week yeah. after week. So I'm so inspired. Because there's a couple of people that really, <laughs> I'm just saying, they're not they're not the funniest. But I've had to be like, wow, they're out here, like right, I've never they're still seen doing them it. Get a laugh, and yet every Look week at they're out here, right? fucking trying. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, such respect for that person. I know. I think I, I know who you're talking people. about, <laughs> guys. I'm right here. <laughs> Well, hey, uh, BJ, where are you going to be appearing next? Uh, I will probably be at uh, Vomity next Wednesday. Okay, at cool. Nine o'clock, and then I think uh, Thursday night. Yeah, we're going to start. Uh, we start getting back out to Tacoma. Oh, okay. Uh, there's the the triple play uh, El Stinko. The mm-hmm. tough. Uh, it's John Rice's show. Fun. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, Bob's Comedy Jive. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Americana Tavern, which oh, is uh, Shelby Dodson and uh, Shad Foster. They're pretty funny guys. Fun. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. A bunch of places uh, none of you are ever going to go see. <laughs> green Lady Cannabis every well, Thursday. Yeah. There's our, Green Lady. Our Thursday green. regulars kind of yeah. going to Green Lady. Yeah. 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 yeah Sarah. Get Getting those minutes. She's great. Yeah. She's super funny. We've had her on the podcast, Sarah Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Very so, funny. Yeah. Very funny. Funny, talented lady, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what about are you, you, Gabe? What plugs do you have? Yeah, you got any plugs? Where can we find you? Oh shit! Um, <laughs> nowhere really. Um, come to the Walmart in Long Beach. <laughs> come to the Walmart. No, not even Long Beach. Come to the Lakewood Walmart oh, in good. California. What? <laughs> Lakewood Walmart in California. Do you have a You'll blog or do you have a... Um, I, I mean, I have a page. Where, I have a Facebook page? page. It's um, called Voth, Voice of the Harbor. I have a lot V-O-T-H. of my writings, poems, little things on there. Um, a lot of people have actually been viewing me. Interesting. A lot of people actually from the other side of the world. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people from like India or somewhere like that. Come across these things. Yeah. Interesting. Um, stories connecting. And yeah, I'm actually writing a lot more than I usually used to. I have this little book. It's called like 303 uh, prompts, writing prompts. Oh. that actually helped me start out. Writing. Yeah. Um, actually wrote this one. It's really, it's interesting. Um, and a lot of my audience is LGBT. That's a lot of my audience. It's what I connect to more than anything. Yeah, um, right. What you know about, they mm-hmm. say. Wait, are, are you gay? <laughs> I mean, I don't, yeah, really. <laughs> I don't do that for show. Oh, did, you to, <laughs> did you have to take a cock out of your mouth to answer that? <laughs> no, I would. Mean, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it called? Also, I mean, I'm starting to put my stuff too on YouTube. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I have one piece there. Um. What's your YouTube channel called? Uh, 
think it's called Voth too. <laughs> Voth? Voth. Voth. Voice of the Harbor. Voice, Voice of, of the, the Harbor. harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. But um, like four subscribers. Is it like a 90744 <laughs> after that? Like, is it going to What do you got? No. Keep it local. Okay. You know, very local. The 310. <laughs> no. Um, but no, yeah, I just, you know, you can find me on there. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out how to go do a blog without actually paying for it because yeah. there's time yeah. you empty to pay for it <laughs> free so blog I, yeah free blog but there's I, lots I, of free tools out there is mm-hmm. wordpress free yeah wordpress is free, free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um but yeah uh trying to publish something soon um you know, a little yeah <laughs> chris <laughs> you know, where can that's... we find you yay um <laughs> you stuff you want to plug uh yeah i want to plug this podcast <laughs> if you actually, haven't heard it check out uncomfortably tight yeah and actually a good point so we do have a facebook page now we do we have a facebook oh. page we have a social media so manager. we're you can find us on podbean uh, dot com you can also find us on apple itunes um google play we're also found there as well and then uh yes we have a Tell facebook page you guys so, you guys were the very first podcast my wife ever looked up found and subscribed to that's wow. awesome thank you wait we so that was fans. her we actually i'm surprised we but we have hundreds of listens on our on our podcast yeah, 300 and, listens so far yeah most of them local but some of them from uh amsterdam yeah and we Europe had one or two out Somewhere different else. places weird. yeah we got a canadian listener yeah oh yeah so we cool. got people listening and we're happy to have them so you do this broadcast again immediately after in french right to comply with your, <laughs> we do <laughs> yeah <department. Whatever. laughs> we just put subtitles yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard in a french uh, <laughs> yeah so facebook now you can find us on facebook check us, on facebook. Check us out Sweet. engage with us share it with your friends like it and share it <laughs> um but yeah thanks for hanging out with us today thanks guys yeah thank you good to have you on this was fun yeah. i could check something off my bucket list <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you we'll yeah. do it again soon okay. all right, thanks all right.